Matthew chapter 7. In our text for this morning, verse 24, Matthew 7 and verse 24. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. I will liken him to a wise man who built his house upon a rock. The parable before us deals with the, hear the hearing of God's word but not only hearing the word but also doing the Lord's word and what he has commanded but the problem of hearing God's truth but not doing is nothing new for it is a common matter in many ways the Lord expects us to obey his word and do whatever he has commanded us to do but that's not always the case and that is an act of disobedience that is dealt with repeatedly in scripture for example you turn to Ezekiel there in Ezekiel in the chapter 33 Ezekiel 33 and we read there in verses 31 and 32 verse 31 and they come unto thee as the people cometh and they sent before thee as my people and they hear thy words but they will not do them for with their mouth they show much love but their heart goeth after their covetousness and lo thou art unto them is a very lovely song of one that hath a pleasant voice and can play well on an instrument for they hear thy words but they do them not so there, so there we have back in Ezekiel the problem that the Lord dealt with here in this parable and then of course when you go to the New Testament and to the epistle of James there in James chapter 1 and verse 22 James 1 verse 22 but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own selves for if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in the glass and he beholdeth himself and goeth his way 
and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. And so once again, the problem is the same. Old Testament, New Testament. Hearing the word, but not obeying that word and doing what God has commanded. The Apostle Paul said in Romans 2 verse 13, Not hearers of the law are just before God. Not just hearers. But the doers of the law shall be justified. So it's not a matter of just hearing the word. But it is a matter of doing what we have heard from the Lord. In Luke's account of the parable, Luke says, And why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? You call me Lord, Lord, but you don't do what I say. You don't obey my commandments. Many people <coughs> call Christ Lord, yes, but they do not live as though Christ is their Lord. To them, Lord is just a name that they can use conveniently, but do not live as though the Lord is Lord of their life. They do not live as though Christ is the Lord of their life. This is what the Savior is dealing with. If the Lord, if Christ is Lord of our lives, then we will endeavor to obey all that He has said. It's as simple as that. And to illustrate the point, the Lord now tells this parable. Parable of the two builders. One built upon the rock, upon his word, and the other built upon sand. And we see the consequences. First of all, the Lord here speaks about a sincere claim. There is a sincere claim here. Verse 21, Not every one that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. There you have the warning. The Lord said in the warning, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. That's a solemn warning indeed. And the Savior explains it further there in the next verse many will say in that day Lord Lord now what day was he speaking about many will say in that day what day that would be the day of judgment that would be the day when all nations shall stand before God 
every man will appear before the judgment throne that was the day the book of the revelation chapter 6 and heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together and every mountain and island were moved out of their places and the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men every bondman, every free man hid themselves why? hid themselves in the dens and the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne from the wrath of the Lamb listen for the great day of his wrath is come and who shall be able to stand there's the day the day of judgment and all nations will stand before God everyone and they may judge according to how they have lived have they received Christ as saviour have they built their lives upon the commandments of the Lord and obeying them no one will escape that day that terrible frightening day of judgment the Lord tells us he that doeth the will of my father which is in heaven the only ones who will escape that judgment day will be those who do the will of the father in heaven in other words those who obey this word obey what's written in this book and yet many are building for eternity and what they think not about what is written in this word Acts 3 verse 19 repent and be converted that your sins may be blotted out your sins are not blotted out on that day then you will perish in the lost eternity that's the truth and that's based upon the truth and the teaching of God's word Hebrews 10 verse 31 it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God that was Jonathan Edwards great sermon sinners in the hands of an angry God and Edwards didn't have the best of eyesight and he had his notebook and he held it up like this and he didn't see what was going on in the congregation but it is recorded men and women were holding on to the pillars of the church and on to the backs of the pews they were so fearful of falling into the hands 
of the living God. And many were converted, saved that day through the preaching of Jonathan Edwards on this text. So as well as the warning, you also hear the words. That is, the words that came from the lips of some people. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. So who might the Lord Jesus be talking about? Who's he speaking about? Well, those whose religion is made up of mere words. Mere words. Nothing has taken place in the heart. No, they haven't been born again. They haven't received new life in Christ. It's all words. And here we have the Lord saying, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. Those who say, they're Christian and yet they've never experienced the new birth oh they say Lord, Lord, alright they say that they are Christian but do not live in obedience to God's word they set their own standard as it were but listen this is the standard God's word is the standard that we live by. Not what a person thinks or imagines. This is the standard we live by. God's word. And if God's word said, ye must be born again. Well then that's the truth. And it is to be obeyed. If God's word says, neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given amongst men whereby we must be saved Acts 4 and 12 that's God's word you cannot avoid that and the Lord says not everyone on that day he says Lord, Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven only those who have obeyed the Lord's word so standing before God on that day with nothing more than an empty profession no possession just an empty profession there will be nothing but a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation. That's the truth. Hebrews 10 and 27. As well as the warning and the words, there is here the wonders. Yes. Verse 22. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? 
and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. Now many a person will look at that and indeed be filled with wonder. Cast out devils, prophesied, did many wonderful works. Man might be impressed, but the Lord wasn't. The Lord wasn't impressed. For the Lord said, Then will I profess unto them. That is, those that perform these wonderful works, I will profess unto them, I never knew you. I never knew you. Depart from me, ye workers, ye work, ye that work iniquity. That's something. They perform all those wonders. And yet the Lord says, I never knew you. You're not one of mine. You're not one of my children. I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. And that's why I said this, this point was a sincere. Because those who did these things, no doubt they were sincere and believing that what they did in the Lord's name would guarantee them a place in heaven. Yet the Lord says, I never knew you. And the Lord said, Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. And so far from what they did being impressive, the Lord says, You work iniquity. Why? What was it that was missing? They may have said, Lord, Lord, they may have performed these wonders but they didn't know Christ they had not received the Lord Jesus Christ as their saviour they had no spiritual relationship with God and there was no place for them in heaven We know what the Lord said. I am the way. The truth and the life. No man. No man. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. That's it. No other way. Christ is the way into the kingdom of heaven. There's no other way. Even though many think there is another way. Yet the Lord says, No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So no matter what men claim to do in the Lord's name, it will not open the door of heaven to them. If they're not saved, born again by the Spirit of God. 
as well as a sincere claim. We see here a sensible construction. The Lord now tells this parable about two builders to illustrate what he has been teaching. The first builder the Lord spoke about he described as a wise man. Well, we want to know what wise men do. We can learn from wise men, wise individuals. And so the Lord described this first one as a wise man. And then he goes on to say he was wise because he built his house on a rock. He was wise. So then let's look at let's look at the rock. The Lord makes it clear from verse twenty four that the rock represents his word. Therefore whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man that built his house upon a rock. He that heareth my sayings and doeth them. And so here the Lord is saying, My word is that rock. My word, what it tells you to do and you do it, that's the rock you build on for eternity. Of course, when it comes to erecting any building, it is a most important fact that needs to be on a good foundation. We all know that. So when it comes to building for eternity, this is what the Lord's speaking about. When it comes to building for eternity, a sound, solid foundation is necessary. And that foundation here is God's word. Obey God's word. Read God's word. Study God's word. Hear God's word. Do what God's word teaches. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man. So who will be that wise man? Who will be that wise person that will make the word of the Lord their foundation to build upon for eternity? But there's something else here. The Lord said, Therefore whoso heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a, a rock. The Lord likens his word unto a rock. But we know that the word itself is a rock. Because the word is Christ. We read, and the word 
was made flesh it's Christ the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us and we beheld his glory the glory is of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth so the word is Christ John 1 verse 14 and then the apostle Paul said listen for other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid which is Jesus Christ I don't think we can get anything anything more simple than that No other foundation can be laid than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Christ is the rock upon which men and women should build for eternity. The psalmist said, Psalm 62, verse 6, He only is my rock and my salvation. There you have it. He only is my rock and my salvation. If you want salvation, if you want to be saved, if you want to enter into the kingdom of heaven and be saved from a lost eternity, listen, you must build on Christ. There's no other way. And no other foundation will stand the test of the storms of life and certainly stand the test of that great storm that will break on the day of God's judgment. Must build on Christ. And he alone. As well as the rock, we have the rains. Every house that is built will be tested on a day when the rain the Lord said descended and the floods came and the winds blew every building is of course tested whenever the storms come and when the storms come that building better be on a good firm foundation Likewise, if a man's going to build for eternity, a man needs to be in a firm foundation. The Lord makes it very clear what everyone should build upon if they want to live eternally in the kingdom of heaven if they want to live there when the land is fairer than day they must build on the rock and notice how the Lord describes the man who builds on the rock he calls him a wise man he calls him a wise man I'm sure everyone wants to be looked upon as a wise person don't want to be considered a fool we want to be seen as wise 
But here is the best way to show that they're wise is to build on Christ. Build on the Lord for eternity. You'll be wise then. We all know. I don't think we need to have any building experience in construction to know that any building that's erected it must be on a good foundation we all recognize that but then why do we not all recognize that it's a wise thing to build on Christ for eternity to build on his word build your life on God's word build your life on Christ the solid rock build upon the Lord Jesus and obey his word and I can guarantee you'll have a place in the kingdom of heaven do you not think that would be a wise thing to do to build for eternity on a good sound firm foundation Christ is the foundation. He's the rock. He is the rock. Christ is the rock. We have the rock and we have the rails. Then you have the result. You look at the result. The Lord then tells us of the result of that storm on the wise man's house. Storm came, it fell not. It fell not. Why? Because it was founded upon a rock. It was on a good foundation. And of course Christ is the foundation. So the word of God and the Lord Jesus Christ is the rock and will not fail. Listen, you're building for eternity and you want to be in the kingdom of heaven and you build on Christ, that rock, that foundation will not fail you. Praise the Lord, it will not fail. No matter what storms come your way, it will not fail. You'll be secure. Secure for time and for eternity. That's right. Doesn't matter what storms will come. You'll be saved. You'll enter into the kingdom of heaven. Now we know the Apostle Paul was a man had been through many storms in his life. He was persecuted and imprisoned and so forth and beaten. What did Paul say? What was he able to say at the end of it all? Second Timothy 1 verse 11 Whereunto I am appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles then we read in verse 12 
For the wit cause, cause, the cause is a preacher, a teacher and a pun. For wit's cause, I suffer these things. Nevertheless, so he suffered as a preacher, he suffered as an apostle, suffered as a teacher of the word. Nevertheless, I am persuaded. For I know whom I have believed. He built on Christ. And I am persuaded that he is able to keep, there you are, to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. There's the day mentioned again. The day of judgment. Read those words again. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed of being a preacher, teacher, or an apostle. For I know whom I have believed. He believed on Christ. In other words, what Paul is saying, I have built on Christ. And I'm persuaded that he is able to keep, that is, Paul said, he's able to keep me. <coughs> he's able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day of judgment. Paul had nothing to fear on the day of judgment. Why? Because he had been the wise man. He had built for eternity upon Christ. Oh my friend, build on Christ for eternity. And it comes to that day of judgment. Matthew tells us, the Lord tells us in Matthew, that the Lord will divide that great assembly of people. And those who know Christ, those who have built their lives on him, has <coughs> set them on the right hand. He calls them as his sheep. Those who did not build on Christ for eternity, has set them on the left. And those on his right, the sheep, he'll call upon them to enter into the rest. And those on his left, he will cast from his sight into a lost eternity. And again, what he said here, I never knew you. That word never. That word never is a strong word. It may be rendered never at any time. I never at any time knew you. Even though there are those who prophesied in the Lord's name, cast out devils in the Lord's name, did wonderful works in the Lord's name, yet the Lord says, I never knew you at any time. Why? Because they didn't know Christ the Savior. They did not build on the rock Christ Jesus. That's something we need to get a hold of. Again, there's no other way. 
There's no other foundation but the Lord Jesus Christ alone. Well, we have considered the sincere claim. Lord, Lord, we have done many wonderful things in thy name. Oh, they were sincere about it. There was a sincere claim. There was a sensible construction. The builder built on their rock. And for us, it would be sensible to build on Christ. And then, finally, there is a serious calamity. The other builder's house faced the same storm, but the result was very different. Look at verse 20. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. Who would build a house on the sand? And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell listen and great was the fall of it the Lord has been faithful as always he's faithful in declaring the truth you're wise if you build on Christ the rock you're foolish if you build on anything else. Here we see first of all the failure. Obviously the builder believed that the structure built upon sand and would be able to withstand the storm. He obviously believed that. He wouldn't have built it at all but he built it on the sand believing that the structure would hold good. <coughs> you know how this teaches us how foolish it is to build on anything else but the Lord Jesus Christ. He is our foundation. Many build for eternity and church membership. Failure. Many build for eternity and doing good works. Failure. Many build for eternity and being religious. Failure. None of those things will stand the test of the storm. For when souls appear before God, on that great day listen listen God will not ask what church you went to God will not ask how often did you attend church no what will take place on that day have you built on Christ have you built have you made the Lord Jesus Christ your foundation? Have you been washed in the blood of the Lamb? 
What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is that flow. That makes me white as snow. No other fight I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Nothing else matters. Listen, on that day, nothing else will matter. Except what your foundation has been and has your foundation been Christ that's what will matter have you been washed in the blood if not listen if not and I've taken the Lord's own word not making this up I'm not putting a different interpretation on the Lord's words. I'm just stating plainly <clears throat> and clearly what the Lord said. The Lord said, I never knew you. I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. That's what the Lord said. And on that day, oh, I dread the thought, just thinking about it. On that day, that day, stand before God, and the Lord says, I never knew you. Depart from me. Depart from me. And when you hear the words that day, you'll be departed for all eternity no second chance no way back depart from me ye workers of the land I never knew you as well as the failure you have the foolishness the one who builds his house upon the sand the Lord described him as a foolish man. Of course he's speaking about those who did not build upon his word and upon Christ himself. Says you're a foolish man. We would all describe him as foolish, wouldn't we? As said before, you don't need any experience in construction to know that building anything on a sand it'll fail and again we know we know anybody builds upon anything else but Christ it would be a failure doesn't matter what people think it's what God says Remember the story the Lord told about the man who he was a farmer and his fields brought in plenteously and the Lord tells us what this man said he would do in Luke 12 in verse 17 
Luke 12, verse 17. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. Then he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there will I bestow all the fruits of my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thy ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thy fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee, then who shall those things be which thou hast provided? God called him a fool. Why? Because he lived a life based on what he thought. This will I do. Do you imagine the dead that man's funeral? There's the casket going down the street. And the townspeople come out to see. And they say, there goes the remains of a successful man. God will say, there go the remains of a fool. Because he was building upon what he thought. My friends, don't build upon what you think. Build for eternity upon what God's word says. As well as the failure and the foolishness, you have the fall. The man who built his house on the sand faced the inevitable result. For there in verse 27, and the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell. But the Lord didn't finish there. The Lord said, and great was the fall of it. Great was the fall of it. And for any soul that does not build on Christ, and that day they face God and the judgment seat, great will be the fall of that individual who knows not the Lord Jesus. Depart from me into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Great will be the fall thereof. Make sure you build on Christ for eternity. That's our heads in prayer. Our dear Lord and loving God, we know, Lord, thy word is true. From Genesis to Revelation. And oh Lord, we look at this parable told by the Saviour, the God-man himself. Lord, about those who 
are foolish and build on anything else but the Lord. Lord, speak to some soul today and to make sure they're resting on Christ for eternity. That they'll be sure there'll be a place for them in the kingdom of heaven. Lord, write thy word upon our hearts today. Be with us, dear Lord, as we part the one from the other. Return us to thy house this evening to spend time, Lord, again with thee around thy word. And may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit abide and remain with us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen.